Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Are you looking to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Look no further. For only $4.99 a month, you can access my exclusive podcast membership where I share all the insider tips and tricks I've learned from podcasting a daily podcast for the last 223 days. With my membership, you'll have access to the wealth of information on everything from content creation to equipment selection. And you will get a behind the scenes look at what goes into making a successful podcast. And that's not all. As a member, you will also get 25% off my guide on how to build a podcast, which takes you through a process of understanding the importance of planning for 10 episodes. Plus, I will bring on special guests to talk about content creation, podcast related topics so you can continue to learn and grow in your skills. Don't let the challenge of creating a podcast hold you back. Sign up for my podcast membership and start creating your own content and something you can be proud of. Call it a soulmate or, you know, whatever language you prefer. But I think whenever you really find the person you love or potentially the person you're supposed to spend your life with, there's a couple things that really stick out on the the first interaction, or at least it did for me. So within this podcast, I'm going to get into some thoughts and concepts about dating. Um, it's been a while since I've dated, but the principles are probably still the same. You know, the first moments I interacted with my wife and kind of getting into a concept of, you know, kind of, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Love is Blind, but they're considered to be like one of the most successful shows for coupling. And I think I kind of know why. So I'm going to get into it today. So it seems like in this current day and age of dating online with apps and connecting with people in a way people are more distant than they ever have been. And I think it's really understanding the why of that. I think what we have is we have a situation where in the past you would date somebody, you would meet them, maybe you were marrying them for different reasons. Obviously you want to have that connection, you want to have that attraction, You want to have that knowing that this person potentially is your one. And there's many reasons why it happens, and there's many reasons why it doesn't happen. And I think sometimes whenever we get into why it doesn't happen, it's really being able to determine what are you telling yourself? What are your expectations? And what do you expect out of your partner? In a lot of ways, whenever we kind of build this facade of this is what I need, these are all the boxes, this is what needs to be checked off, it's really not like that for everybody. You know, if you go back to the basic concept of opposites attract, there's a reason why that happens. And I used to work with a guy for a short period of time, and he was like the logistics officer for the Navy SEALs. And the Navy SEALs have this term, which is two is one and one is none. And it's a really interesting concept because I'm like, two is one, one is none. And when he told me that, I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, if you're one person, you know, and you lose something or you're one person, you don't have it. But if there's two of you, you can formulate a team. And then there together, you become 
one unit. And I think in a lot of ways, relationships are like that. Building a unit, building something that feels more like your family or building something where you can adjust and understand it. So I think whenever we kind of get into the principles of understanding expectations in dating, I think really what happens a lot is people kind of focus more on what they think they want. Like having expectations is great in life, kind of standards or goals. But whenever you're meeting somebody, it's really hard to determine what it is, you know. And I think that, you know, the first thing about maybe how someone needs to look at this is being open, not always thinking, oh, I couldn't date this person because they didn't hit this criteria. They weren't physically this tall, but emotionally you connect with them, right? Like you're not always focusing so much on what they look like. I think what happens a lot within the superficial online dating apps is people are trying to look a certain way or be a certain way and sometimes it just doesn't add up and you start interacting with them in person and it's a really hard kind of pill to swallow and then then you have too much so you have so many different flavors it gets really overwhelming if you're matching with hundreds and hundreds of people and I think the intention of of meeting somebody or the intention of hooking up is really where we're at in society where it's like hookup culture it's, oh, I can find this person, we can hook up, and we can go from there, and I can go on my way. But emotionally, we're not wired really just to hook up. You know, there's probably a point in life where men and women do hook up because maybe they're not in a relationship, but they have a lot of chemicals, a lot of pheromones going off, and they're ready to um, experiment. And I'm sure that happens, and as you get older, that probably, you know, it still happens. But as you get older, you become more and more aware of what it means and what you're doing whenever you're in a relationship, you know, and, and what your intentions are. So I think if you are dating to meet somebody, it's important to have a framework of your standards. Like, you know, they need to be good to, you know, have an understanding of who they are, have good principles, you know, whatever it is. But you also have to really take an effect you know, the way someone, the way you talk to somebody is so important. And I think sometimes that gets really lost. And I think the communication aspect of being with a partner and just talking to them is one of the most important things you can do, just doing a check-in. And I think sometimes because we are in a superficial environment, we forget that talking is what, as humans, we do with each other. You know, it's like you're building a relationship, but you're also building someone you can always talk to rely on and they know you and i think that's why relationships like what you see you know on with tinder or bumble or anything like that can go sideways because when you meet someone at first naturally you're gonna have an impression of them okay well i guess he was kind of cute or she seemed all right but man when we started talking there was a connection there that i've never felt before why there's like a recognition a knowing if you will you know on some levels and Whenever I met my wife, Natalie, you know, I went into a bar and I met her and whenever we started talking, I had no expectations that this was going to be anything. I didn't think it was going to be a hookup. I didn't think it was going to be my wife. I was generally going just to get to know who she was because of the communication we had. And I approached it with a very open mind and I talked to her and there was connection from that date and there was knowing, but 
two within a first date what's so important in my opinion is never showing all of your cards like in a way you want the person dating you to be a little bit like not like feeling so warm and fuzzy but being intrigued and wanting to learn more and the warm and fuzzy will come but whenever you're interacting and dating somebody you have to really set the expectations that it's almost like an interview you want them to know enough about you you want them to be a little bit more intrigued but you want that second date if it's something that you're really into and sometimes i do believe first dates are a little bit of a of kind of you know you have to you have to really know how to get the information and date from there and not just be so exposed because sometimes i personally think that you know and in the second and third date you kind of unwind a little bit and talk a lot more but on the first date you you shouldn't be getting the life story you shouldn't be getting you know this is my dream in my opinion what you really should be getting is can i communicate with this person and are we kind of formulating a bond that opens up for conversations the way I want it to go? Because on your first date, what you should really should be determining is there's chemistry. But if you're married to somebody, you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. And you've got to be able to talk to them. you got to be able to talk about your conspiracy theories, your dreams, your aspirations, what you want out of life. And if you can get that in your first date, that's really what's going to help you determine if there's a foundation to build off of, you know, and and not always thinking this is what I expected, this is my type. I think saying this is my type is probably for a lot of people really, really bad to approach the dating world like that because within one term, you've created who um, a narrow framework of who that could be, you know. You have to be open up and be like, my type is based more on the ability to communicate and connect, not on physical needs, because those things are going to dwindle and they're not going to be there always. And if you have that connection and you're able to talk, that's what's really going to push you over through the threshold. And I also say that really based on the information of Love is Blind. Like me and my wife watch the show, and we have been. And what's really interesting about this show is I'm going to read you a little excerpt about it. So after featuring 10 couples between Love is Blind Season 1 and Season 2, half of them turn into relationships with four of them still being happily married as of 2022. The success rate of 40% is much, much higher than any other dating show including like The Bachelor or Love Island. Now, why? I really think why this is so successful from a dating app kind of show thing, and I'm not saying this is, you know, I mean, they, they've done multiple shows and they've had a, they have some type of approving pattern, but it's the ability for people to connect with each other and formulate a bond through communicating. The way I talk to you, the way I interact with you, the way we attach problems or attack problems, all these are building a framework of communication that opens up for a relationship that has the ability to go the distance. Not saying, oh, I like this person because of this physical feature. You know, I think that sometimes that's more of the superficial aspect of dating. And there is kind of a level of where you're connecting through like a soul aspect. So I think whenever you are really trying to find someone, you know, you have to get rid of, in my opinion, this concept of the one. 
this one person, she's she or he's out there, and you put all this pressure on finding the one person. You know, I think what really has to happen is you approach dating in a way that you're just trying to find strong connections with somebody. You're not trying to find the one, the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, all that. That's so much pressure, and those are really high expectations. Because in any relationship, no matter if you find the person you're supposed to be with, every single day is a re is an opening of building that relationship and trying once again. You know, it's like that's the thing is your relationship is broken up into moments in day-to-day living, all right? Can you live with that person? My grandma always had this a phenomenal quote that says, you don't know anybody until you live with them. So then you open up into the living with them and understanding your patterns and how you are. And if you built that relationship going back to that first date on the principles of communication, understanding and being able to talk you will have a stronger relationship before it because you are going to face adversity and you're going to face trials and what you have to really ask yourself is this someone who i can problem solve with not is this someone striking off all my boxes because you don't really know what you need in all reality nobody does it's like i don't care who you are you know you approach you approach a relationship and it's like You have an idea of what you might need, but there's going to be qualities in a person that get revealed negative and positive that are going to benefit certain aspects of you. And it's like, can you, can you problem solve? Can you determine different issues? You know, what does your fighting look like? How do you come together after you fight? What is your making up? Or if you do fight, you know, that's a principle I think love and love is blind does really, really well is because out of the gate, there's already a relationship, not based on what you look like. And it's real talking. It's not via text, right? You know, I think what happens so often is we are humans and we have absorbed information words through our ears, through our brains, through for so long that reading sometimes is a foreign concept. Like foreign, in, like reading in itself is technology that we've created in order to better understand history. But in the present day-to-day living life loving I'm not going to write you a love letter when I'm, th- I'm not writing words and talking to you. I'm communicating with you via my mouth. And that in itself seems so simple, but it's so, so important. That's why, too, it's like if you are dating somebody and you're talking to them, I would suggest talking to them on the phone before you go on a date with them because you're trying to determine if you like the sound of their voice, the way they talk, their cadence. All that stuff is really, really important, you know, and it's like. I don't know why they don't have dating apps where people talk first or they have the ability to hear, like, to have, like, a, I mean, maybe they do. I've been out of the game for a while now. But being able to talk and hear what someone says and going through that problem set selection or playing trivia or playing games, like, figuring out where you gel together. Because at the same time, yes, you have to build that sexual chemistry. And, yes, you have to build a relationship of attractiveness. But you also have to build the friendship. You also have to build the love, compassion, and understanding. And I think if you attach relationships from an understanding point that fundamentally there needs to be a strong level of communication and connection, it's going to lead you down a path where you can find the one. You know, really falling in love and understanding yourself, but also understanding what you need sometimes really difficult. But you know, everyone knows, I don't know why, but... If they connect on some type of level where they're like, wow, it's like when I met Natalie, I instantly felt like I knew her my whole life and I can't really express it. 
it's like I it was like a knowing. And I actually thought she had a different name. She thought I had a different name. And it was really interesting how it felt like we recognized each other. And I was like, I think I might spend the rest of my life with this woman. And I didn't have that expectation going into that. So keep that in mind. I really wanted to share this information with you because sometimes I think people really miss the mark on what they need to get out of life or what they need to get out of dating. And it's really communication. So thank you for listening and we'll get back to you tomorrow.